<laughs> All right. Well, uh, welcome man. to the Dilemma Dudes podcast. My name is Noah. My name is Keelan. <laughs> and my name is Devin. Wow. <laughs> Devin's gone second for so long. I was waiting right for him. And he just, <laughs> he just okay, didn't it. <laughs> we're back. We're back. I like in. keeping you on your toes. <laughs> we're back in separate houses yeah. again. Mm. Yeah, sadly. And we're recording on a Sunday, which is usually when we release. It's a sin. We're Whoops. releasing one day later. <laughs> it's going to be an instant release. We're recording, and then it's basically going to be released right after we're done recording. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so that's what you get. You know, today was, this last week was a little crazy. Um, I was finishing school forever, so I'm done school now. So now I have no excuses if, <laughs> if things are good done. But, um, yeah, that's that's where that's where we're at, bro. Chachos, Sweet. but um, oh, I've never heard you say the word, and I never want to hear you say it ever again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're we're ready to talk about some conspiracy theories today. At least I am. I don't know about you guys. Uh, I don't know if I'm mentally. Prepared I'm ready. I when once you sent that like I found a good website, I was like, oh yeah. boy, no, I found a horrible website. <laughs> let me let me correct you there. It's a horrid website that is. <laughs> Is it like equal to 4chan? It's or? just like it looks like a legit news website and it's and it seems very legit, but it's just all fear mongering like BS. Like, like I said, you can read an article. They're like super long articles on here just going on and on about how yeah. it's mostly like COVID stuff now and like American politics. It's that kind of website. Um, right. Yeah. And yeah, I was reading some articles. I'm like, these are really convincing. But then I just, you know, put the article into like a fact check thing. Just instantly tore it apart. So <laughs> just all of it. This whole thing yeah, like is the, wrong. <laughs> the one I didn't really put this one down as one to talk about, but they used an article saying, "Well, I guess we're going to kind of talk about it." Um, I'll tell you the three, the three conspiracy theories we're going to talk about, so that everyone's you know holds on to their seats to hear what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a conspiracy <laughs> theory involving Fidel Castro and Justin Trudeau. I don't know if you've heard of this one. Okay. It was on TikTok. That's how I heard about it. So I don't know if you know. Fidel Castro was the. the he was like a Cuban revolutionary, Cuban? former prime minister, right. socialist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard gotcha. of this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> then there's one about that the vaccines are obviously killing us all and it's government control, which is where I got yep. into this deep dive on this website that I was just talking about. And the last one is we're going to talk about. <laughs> This one's a little bit more lighthearted, whether or not we live in a simulation. So hang on. Well, why don't we start with hang the lighthearted on to your one? Seats. And then we can You want to go into the simulation first? <laughs> yeah, let's do that one first and then we can dive okay. hardcore into it. I'm just expecting to see like Noah just like go downhill from this episode on. Like Noah's just gonna be like, you know, it was completely ridiculous, but they made some good arguments. Next episode, they're like you know, some of these could be plausible. <laughs> Three episodes later, he's like, "So, guys, apparently the moon's a hologram. Guys, we need to we need to fact check this and we need to prove this." No, legit. I, <laughs> it's like, I, oh my god! Okay, Lord. I love researching conspiracy theories, but I yeah, I do feel that way. I'm like, I cannot do this too much because their websites are so convincing, and and like I'm taking the time now yeah. to go and fact check myself. But like, if I didn't do that all the time. Man, I could see why if if you just ran across one of the the articles, it would be yeah. Like, and I could okay, I could yeah, totally sure. have empathy on people <laughs> that like fall into these traps because because like they're 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 convincing and they make you feel good. Sometimes conspiracy theories. I wanted to talk about that off the top. 
is that when we're talking about things here today, we're, we're probably going to trash some of this stuff. Um, and a lot of it <laughs> yeah. is stupid and people should be aware that they're being, sorry, I'm going to plug in my laptop here. People should um, be aware that they're like being played and they need to understand that and stuff. But um, I also have empathy on people like that they fall into <laughs> these traps because conspiracy theories are kind of created to like explain things that are hard to explain and they kind of make you feel comfortable. They make you feel like you have like an in that no one else has, that you're the only one in the world that yeah. possibly understands this. So and, and a lot of the time it takes advantage and it manipulates people that are already in like a low point in their life, already mm -hmm. in a kind of a vulnerable state. Yeah. 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 That, well, I mean, most of the most conspiracy theories are about like world events that happen that terrible terrible things happen to people. Like the one that we did about like the Nazis, like World War II was yeah. terrible. And so they're like, oh, we're gonna play because we know that there's two sides of this. There's the there's the people that you know, are siding with the Nazis, and then there are people that, you know, are not. And so they're like, we're going to play on both yeah, of these exactly. sides and be like, yep, Hitler's <laughs> alive and he made it to the moon. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the precursor here is that, you know what, and some conspiracy theories I think start at a good place and then they just get taken way out of, way out of bounds. Um, so yeah, let's start with the simulation one. They wrote a nice little intro. This is like, this didn't come from a conspiracy theory website. It kind of came from like a more legit website just talking about this theory. So they said, the best conspiracy theories make sense of what has always seemed senseless. They let you believe you are finally connecting the dots, finding the, misses, finding the missing pieces, experiencing the world as it really is. The most powerful theories, the mind blowers, name something you've always known, even if you hadn't known it consciously or did not believe it could be named. There is no invention, just discovery. The best explain why you feel like you're being watched, have lived all this before, knew it would happen before the film even started. That's the case with what's become my favorite conspiracy theory. The notion, argued by futurists and tech visionaries, that we live not in the real world, but in a simulation, an intricately detailed game cooked up by a demigod, hacker, or AI mastermind. Which, if true, explains the uncanny sense that this is not my real life. Um, okay, they keep going. Give you got any thoughts there? <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree. Yes. It's the Matrix. <laughs> yes. yes, it's true. It's the Matrix. Yeah. We got it. This idea has yeah. been around for so years. So considering yeah. the speed of recent yep, advances 100%. in computing power and virtual reality, <laughs> our penchant for recreating human life, Bostrom believes that with time, our simulations will become ever more detailed and realistic. Until at a certain point, the simulation point, the characters in the game will become self-conscious and being born in it, unable to tell the real world from the simulation. A society that can create such a simulation will not create just one, says Bostrom, but millions, each of them populated by self-conscious entities that believe they are in the real world. In the fullness of time, there will be one original civil civilization and innumerable copies, that being the case. Which type of world do you think you're in right now? What are the odds that we are not in a simulation? What's more, those living in a simulated world believing in progress in the future will create their own simulations and fill them with still more simulated humans, each believing they're the first one and only one. Since there will be more second generation simulations, simulations inside simulations than first, and more third than second, and so on, <laughs> the odds tell us that we are most likely living in a hundred million simulations away from the original. It's like this, this is the the like we're living in one simulation. simulation. You're like, one. okay, mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah, but then it's like, but then we're in hundreds of thousands. Okay, that's being a little far fetched. Yeah, so it's that, like, that's where that's where it goes. Well, yeah, really? the universe is not stars and planets and ships and oceans and politicians. It's a mirror facing a mirror, a dream inside a dream. It's an infinite regress. 
So that's that's like their beautiful, <sighs> beautiful intro. This wow. is someone that's just like appreciating <laughs> this theory. I'd say the simulation conspiracy theory isn't as like out there. It's not as I'd say a lot more like respected people believe this and it's kind of like a scientific yeah. belief. But there's not necessarily any way to prove it. That's the thing about a simulation. Prove you can't it, prove no. it or you can't disprove it. Because you're if you're arguing you're living in a simulation, that means you basically you you can't control what you say or what you do. <laughs> like so you <laughs> yeah. proving it or disproving it doesn't really mean anything. But that also means that lots of stuff doesn't mean yeah. anything. So like that's yeah. the thing. It it honestly like the, ahead, theoretically, ahead, theoretically, the way they put it, yeah, it's possible if if that type of technology existed. Like, if the type of technology existed where we could make such a high-end simulation, and then that simulation gets aware enough to be free-thinking, and then they make their own simulation, then yeah, theoretically, it all could be possible. But the fact is, there's absolutely no proof whatsoever. And that's kind of what you need yeah. to make any sort of convincing argument. Yeah. Well, that's why, like, that's why, like, the Matrix, that those movies, the simulation of that movies makes sense, because there are like little things in the Matrix in that simulation that that are wrong because it's coded wrong, mm. or like there's glitches or like stuff like that, where it's like you, there's actual physical, like visual evidence that it is a simulation. And, yeah, and some people argue that like the... the weird things that have happened in the last year are like you know covid or even when donald trump was elected our, president our or when you know these weird things have happened people say that's a glitch in the simulation so there's this other article saying 15 irrefutable reasons we might be living in a simulation i won't talk about all of them we don't got all day uh but a couple of them are kind of funny <laughs> so the okay. do you guys know the mandela effect i'll explain i've it. heard of it so some people claim to remember yeah. TV coverage of Nelson Mandela's death in the 1980s, even though he actually died in 2013. The Mandela effect is therefore supposedly proof that whoever is in charge of our simulation is changing the past, or alternately, this is evidence of a parallel universes, and that some individuals have crossed from one universe in which Mandela died in the 80s into ours, where he lived to age 95. Additional examples of this phenomenon include some remembering the name of the Berenstein Bears children's book series, spelled as... Baron scene with an E, and others recalling a non-existent movie from the 1990s called Shazam, starring the comedian Sinbad as a genie. <laughs> so this is just like people, it's just all it is is people having, remembering things weirdly and differently. Like, I would argue that yeah, someone thought yeah, that well, Mandela it's, died in the 80s, there was probably some conspiracy that ran around at the time, and they're like, oh, I recall that. It's like, that doesn't mean it happened. Well, didn't, when did he get arrested? Uh, I don't know enough about Nelson Mandela's history that, like that if someone could have been like oh he got arrested and i haven't heard much about him in his years he yeah, must exactly. have died then. <laughs> like that's probably where it started <clears throat> yeah it's just people being like yeah remembering things wrong or it it almost sounds like almost like the opposite of mm -hmm. deja vu where like deja vu is like i've seen that before whereas the mandela effect is like yeah this is right like this yeah, happened exactly. right and you're like, I mean, I think I've I had know. moments like that, but <laughs> Maybe I don't didn't. know if that I don't know that that's proof of a simulation to me. I think that's just human nature to like no. think that things have happened or think they remember things happening. Yeah. And there's probably fake articles out there exactly. at the time. Like the, there's there's evidence that people probably tried <laughs> to make that. Yeah. An idea. So now the, another one is that a DNA that contains a computer virus. So in 2017, a multi a multidisciplinary group of researchers at the University of Washington 
proved that they could embed malicious computer code into physical strands of DNA. Their aim was to show that computers working in gene sequencing were vulnerable to attack. But they may also have inadvertently revealed that we perceive what we perceive to be biological reality was in fact computer code all along. So their argument is because <laughs> that they can use technology uh, to put uh, a virus, virus into DNA someone's DNA, but then anyways. DNA is also a computer code. <laughs> right. I don't know. Still, to me, I mean, I'm not like, sure. Cool. I, I don't know enough about that. I think I think people probably believe that because it's it's like paired with science mm -hmm. fact. The fact is, is that they put a computer virus in DNA or whatever, yeah, exactly. right? Like they did something to DNA and yeah. it worked. And then people would be like, oh, that must yeah. be it. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact it's it's because it's paired up with fact that it it seems yeah. like it could be real. Another one, this is this is a pretty popular theory. Um, so it says video games that look like real life. Elon Musk is a believer of Nick Bostrom's simulation hypothesis, which we talked about a few minutes ago, which poises that, po which right. poises that if humanity can survive long enough to create technology capable of running convincing simulations of reality, it will create many such simulations, and therefore there will be lots of simula simulated re realities and only one base reality. So statistically, it's probably more likely we live in a simulation right now. Further proof that we live in the Matrix, according to Musk, is how cool video games are these days. In 2016, he explained, 40 years ago, we had Pong, two rectangles and a dot. Now, 40 years later, we have photorealistic <laughs> 3D with millions playing simultaneously. If you assume any rate of improvement at all, then the games will become indistinguishable from reality, even if that rate of ad advancement drops by 1,000 from what it is now. It's a given that we're clearly on a tra trajectory that we're going to have games that are indistinguishable from reality. It would seem to follow that the odds that we're in a base reality is one in billions. So, see, so this, is, this is actually interesting. I was talking with, no, go ahead, Devin. I'll I'll, I'll tell my story. No, it's after. all go. good. Um, like the thing is, as as little proof as there is, and how ludicrous it actually is, when you put it that way, it does kind of make sense. Mm -hmm. When you put it in the way of we're on the trajectory to make the most realistic, literally computerized copies of our world, then what's to say we're not just yeah. one of those copies if those copies can make copies? Yeah. Right? So like, <laughs> right. the odds would technically support it, as ridiculous as I think but it I actually guess, is. I guess you would have to believe that then there's other universes out there, which is still not necessarily proven. But then can it really be proven? Because they'd be so far away and... And if we're a simulation, how could we ever really discover it? So this is why this theory just like you can't, yeah. you can't prove it, you can't disprove it. So it's gonna live on forever. <laughs> and that's uh, that's the thing reason why yeah. I think some of these smart people uh, believe it, or at least kind of support it, is because they're so like mathematical in their head mm -hmm. that it's like, well, the odds say this. If we're gonna get real like real life like simulations, the odds say we're probably one of them. So then, yes, I believe it. Yeah. Because they're so mathematical. But the odds are also, like, wildly low compared to the odds that we're not in a simulation. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I think it's interesting, as kind of ridiculous as it sounds. But, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Me and my... I had a conversation with my mom the other day, because I was, I was talking about how, like, you know, everybody's meetings are now, like, over Zoom, and everything's on, like, online, and, like, all that stuff. And I was sitting there, I'm like... 
there's it's gonna get to a point in the world where the world is like ready player one where everyone if they want to meet they just pop on a vr headset they don't even have to go anywhere like if this if this pandemic yeah like if this pandemic never ended and like that was the apocalypse like we like the world the end of the world whatever everyone would be able to like eventually everyone would do that like we'd all pop on vr headsets and go hang out in the virtual world like that would be our socialization people already do that like i don't know Devin and i play a lot of video games with friends and like in that world that we live in right now that's literally the like i've met people on there that i've never met in person (laughs) that feel like your friends because exactly you hop in a game together and you're just hanging out and and like you talk about stuff yeah yeah, and, and like minecraft's like that you hop in a world you're like you know them as their characters like there's all these minecraft youtubers that literally never yeah. meet each other but they're like they would say that they're probably best friends they call each other by the names of yeah. their minecraft characters like it already <laughs> it already yeah. happens on a smaller scale you see something like ready player one and that's yeah. like I, i'm right there with you like and that's what elon musk is saying like if if technology advances at all even if it slows down by an expansion like a crazy amount it's still going to end up at this yeah crazy point like I think about how much yeah. video games have even grown so think, in my think, lifetime. It's insane to think. Yeah. 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 Like I think I think they're not far off from saying it will happen, but they're far they're kind of off in saying that because it will happen, exactly. we must be in a yeah. simulation. <laughs> right? It's like, no, people are just smart enough to make this happen. <laughs> so yeah, I was going on about how it's not actually possible to prove we're not living in a simulation. It may be easier to prove that we're living in a simulation than to prove we're not. Nuclear <gasps> physicist Zore Davuti, I probably just butchered that name, believes that cosmic rays... Zore Davuti. The most energetic particles known to man would appear as pixel-like chunks if we are within a simulation and unending beams if we're in a base reality. Meanwhile, NYU philosopher David Chalmers doubts it's possible to prove that we don't live in the Matrix. You're not going to get proof that we're not in a simulation because any evidence that we're we could get would be simulated. So technically our yeah. technically our AI bosses could put in fake evidence to say that we're not in a simulation just to mess with us. Yeah. Now here's another... things. It's impossible to yeah. not it's impossible to disprove we're in a simulation, but it's possible to prove we are. Yeah. Technically is what they're saying. And yeah. now the other one is, is crazy. Um, it makes more sense than ghosts. But how? But how can we believe that proof? Because it's also yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's why you can never prove or unprove <laughs> this because everything that comes across to us yeah. is created by our by our uh, our masters at the simulation, which are mm-hmm. also simulated. Like when so. I play The Sims, I'm the master <laughs> of that simulation. But they could be very convinced that they live in this you know wonderful world. But it's it's just me the master (laughs) my girlfriend (laughs) plays the sims like absolutely so much and every time we like hop on facetime or something she's usually playing and she'll like tell me about everything and she'll like be like oh i you know i want my sim to like fall in love i'm like it's a video game (laughs) (laughs) yeah no now now, it's not real life (laughs) now i'm pissed like if we're in a simulation like why isn't my creator just being like oh slash give money Devin one thousand million dollars so he can to be you know why isn't he typing in all the cheat codes man like come on because that's because you have to find the cheat codes and then put them in so um i'll read one more reason then we'll get on to another one so this one says it makes more sense than ghosts paranormal events are not hauntings or alien encounters but glitches in the simulation 
this theory is the one most explored on Reddit forums, like are we living in a simulation, r slash glitch in the matrix, where users explore big ideas and philosophy funneled into the details of the odd or the occult. A storefront exists in a town one day, then it doesn't. Explanations include a slip between parallel timelines or a pop-up. A car passenger sees the word render in the sky as if entering a new part of a video game. Elevators are a frequent <laughs> setting for glitch stories. The jump between floors seems to encourage a slip within dimensions. And then it shows like a bunch of pictures of like, you know, cars that are the exact same. Um, when you see a group of, you know, when, yeah, you just see like four white cars that are the exact same parked beside each other. There's one where there's like, right. Like those weird, weird anomalies that, yeah, like, there's weird anomalies really that keep happen. happening. Yeah. So people say yeah, those like, are glitches remember, in the simulation. But maybe also that, I remember stumbling across one on like Reddit um, where a car was driving on like a dark road and someone was like recording it from like a building like way off in the distance. And you see the car go out under a street lamp that is lit and then it goes into darkness and then all of a sudden it appears back under the street lamp it just went under. And yeah. you're just like, wait, what? What? <laughs> what? Yeah. What? What just happened? <laughs> well, it kind of rem that, that reminds me of... Um... The remember that that film we we watched the with the um oh dang who was it um I don't know it's the the one about the the town that like disappeared like the guys got abducted for like a night remember that, that oh it was a documentary, documentary. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, unsolved, oh the it was like unsolved uh, yeah. yeah and then we yeah. watched the, the and then we watched the the YouTube yeah, video yeah. that they went and interviewed yeah. the people it reminded me of the dude's story about his car where like all of a sudden they they disappeared and then they put them back, but they put them back in the wrong order. Yeah. Like all of a sudden his grandma was driving or whatever. Yeah. Like that, that like whole like car thing reminds me of that. Yeah. Some other arguments of, yeah, the simulation involved like alien activity and stuff too. I didn't want to get into that as much. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's so much yeah. stuff and, and, and this is one of those conspiracy theories that'll just live on forever because there's no way to prove it or disprove it. Now, my yeah. argument with this is, I think a lot of these scientists that believe this theory probably like completely just don't believe in anything to do with religion. They're like, oh, that's so out there. But I'm like, oh, well, technically, if yeah. you know, you believe that we have a God in a sense, the God could be the AI master. We're living in it. We're living in yeah, God simulation. So like, hmm. I'd be quicker to just Decoder. like truly accept religion and that there's a god before i'd think that we're living in a simulation <laughs> but <laughs> so that's kind of my yeah. thing there i'm like why well, I, I don't know that that would be my, where i would go with my theory of life um right away because <laughs> i don't know it, it seems it yeah. seems almost more out there than believing that there's like a god in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean honestly it's one of the it's a theory that i'm like you know if it is true it doesn't really cool. affect my day-to-day -day life <laughs> it doesn't no. really affect me because even as I'm saying this, it's exactly being coded. you're being sold with the same right now. I, I can't really, I can't really do anything. I can just accept it. Like I don't know exactly. why people, if people really believe this is a diehard thing, and they're like, we need to get out of the simulation. It's like, well, you're, if they want you to get out of the simulation, they're going to have you get out of it. They're not just going to well, let well, you. So. Yeah, exactly. If they believe this, then we can't get out of the simulation because we are the simulation. Exactly. <laughs> So exactly. if we're in a simulation, just gotta accept it. That's the moral of the story here. Though though I will say that if anybody is going to create the next simulation, it For will sure. be Elon I Musk. I think I think Not if anyone's I think he might just be simulated in the world. Like I definitely think that he's a lizard <laughs> he's just, person he's just, or like a robot. 
an, an alien. An what if, yeah. what if he's one of the simulation runners and he's decided to put himself in the simulation yeah. just to kind of just like oh. mess with us and see what he can do? That's why he like he's not the most attractive because the the avatar glitched. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> As he was making his avatar, his hand slipped and he like put one of the sliders all the way to the left and then clicked yes. <laughs> he was like, "Dang it!" Ah. All right, let's get into the next juicy one. So I saw a TikTok about this whole Alrighty. Fidel Castro is Justin Trudeau's father. And honestly, I'm going to tell you right off the top, I I 100 okay. believe this conspiracy theory. Because they do they look, look alike. alike. Right? The story completely Similar. lines up. Yeah. the the government has the government has <laughs> never been able. No one has ever been able to completely debunk it because any debunking like cannot really be proven. You'll find out why. Other other than like maybe taking the DNA from yeah, that, Justin Trudeau, they're never going to do that because they don't want they don't want people DNA to find test. out. Because no. the other the other thing with this exactly. why it's such a big conspiracy is that you know lots of the right wing people in Canada believe that. Justin Trudeau is a crazy socialist, wants to turn Canada into a communist country. And if his dad is Fidel Castro, right. oh, that's just going to marry their story right up. Like having this famous socialist yeah. revolutionary <laughs> either be his father, yeah. just going to just, oh, that's, that's just perfect for them. Um, okay, so Fidel Castro, he's the former Cuban prime minister and revolutionary. He's a socialist. Yeah, I said all that. So first, Margaret Trudeau, Pierre Trudeau, and Fidel Castro were all notoriously sexually promiscuous. Margaret Trudeau was a partier who unquestionably had sex with men while married to Pierre. Nobody knows if Pierre objected. They met when he was 48 and she was 18. They got married when he was 53 and she was 23. Their marriage surprised Canada because Pierre had been a lifelong playboy with no wife or children. He would be turning 60 when she was barely out of her 20s. She publicly. Oh my god! I did not know this either. I did not know that. Wild. I knew that he was a bit out there, but I never knew that they were like that big of an age gap or anything. Um, Wow. So she publicly states today that she suffered from bipolar disorder and self-control issues. She smuggled drug in the prime minister's official government luggage. She sneaked away from official functions to get high. Stuff like that. Now Fidel Castro put them both to shame. His sexual appetite was so legendary, this article cannot efficiently capture it. Suffice it to say, he <laughs> endeavored to have sex with two new women every day and sent aides to fetch them. He fathered 11 acknowledged children, and rumors are he has multiple times that many bastards. Um, <laughs> yeah. Second, the Trudeaus adored Castro. They, their aides and friends, all said so. According to John English's Just Watch Me, The Life of Pierre Elliott Trudeau, they were charmed by Castro and made several trips to Embargo-era Cuba, Cuba just to see him. In 2000, Castro made a rare appearance out of Cuba to attend Pierre's funeral in Canada. On his visit, Margaret welcomed the leader on, at his hotel on behalf of the Trudeaus. They demonstrated a striking level of fam familiarity before even getting off the tarmac of their 1976 trip. They all took photographs together. The Trudeaus <laughs> in introduced Castro to their children, and when Castro died, Justin Trudeau was the only leader of their Western world to give him an overwhelmingly positive eulogy without addressing his misdeeds. And now this is where it gets a little more juicy. Um, that's more all, like, juicy? That's, that's, that's like, all like that's speculation, but that doesn't really prove anything. Um, <laughs> so oh, okay, third, okay, the timing okay. is uncanny. This is the part about which debunkers intentionally misled readers. Justin Trudeau was born on Christmas Day, 1971. In order for his father to be Fidel Castro, his mother would have had to be somewhere close to Cuba in March and April 1971. She was. In April 1971, 
the Trudeaus took a long second honeymoon all around the Caribbean. According to Wikipedia, they visited one island that they declined to disclose. It is the only island they did not disclose to be, to, to be clear. They disclosed all the other, the other locations they visited, but asked the press for privacy when they went to the unidentified island. So they obviously were in uh, Cuba. Maybe because it was their honeymoon and they wanted to, <laughs> they wanted privacy. But, so they were, they were on like government trips. The reason this theory cannot really be debunked is they were yeah. on like government trips going all around South, like the Caribbean and South America. And then right at the time when would have been a perfect lineup for, um, for her to be for impregnated to, to with, conceive. with Trudeau was when yeah. they were on the identified Island, which, you know, they were right around Cuba that was the only place they didn't really go on official right. government business. That's probably where they were. And then uh, the first time, so that one time that we <laughs> talked about when Fidel Castro came to um, Pierre Trudeau's funeral, that wasn't the first time they actually officially met. They officially met at some press event in like the 80s or 90s. Um, or maybe it was earlier than that. And apparently like <laughs> the, the article went on about how like they had a, they had like a picture together and uh you know trudeau had her arms all around fidel castro and and they were supposed to it, and, and it was supposed to be like the first time they met but it was very obviously not and then and then what and then what oh. kills this is like the pictures of justin trudeau and fidel castro i, I need to look these yeah. up right they, now. they look so alike honestly <laughs> yeah but he also i mean he does look like his dad <laughs> yeah like just, a little bit. And okay, then the other argument is that Pierre Trudeau was old. You know, he was pretty old to be True. pumping out could be... sperm, making making babies. So maybe they were like, "Hey, he's our best friend." Oh my goodness! You want to, you know, have a little <laughs> yeah. donation? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Don't they look alike? Which which it, they it, look like, so much alike. The, I'll put some true, pictures in the video version. If it's of this true, so people can see. Now I need okay. to see if it's true. I don't like. I don't see a problem. No, it's not a big deal. With that. Except the fact that they keep denying it. Other than the fact that Fidel Castro, <laughs> yeah, and the fact that Fidel Castro was like a notorious, not a yeah. great person. I, I'm, I'm looking at <laughs> both of them, like Justin, beside both of these guys, and it he looks nothing like his dad. Uh huh. Like <laughs> he looks, he looks like a little bit. Yeah, but, but it's then like, beside Fidel eh. Castro, especially like Fidel pictures Castro? of young Fidel Castro. Oh yeah, my god, looked, dude! Oh Same face. <laughs> wow. Am I going to get suckered into a conspiracy Maybe. theory right now? Am I going to get suckered? This is not that bad of a conspiracy theory. It's not hard or anything. This thing, this isn't as bad, but it's also like the evidence is there. Like there, there is obviously like they were around the t they were there around the time. You know, they were. Like she was really familiar with her, even though they said they wasn't. They, like they both, the evidence like, is there they to both support like getting the around, fact that like, that was very well known. Yeah, like like if it is like mm -hmm. whatever, cool. And then the funny part too <laughs> was that in like 2016 or 2018, this conspiracy theory really started riling up again. And usually the government doesn't make comments on any conspiracy theories, but they made a comment outwardly yeah. saying that this was not true. And and then the article states like the government doesn't do that. They don't. Unless someone is deeply offended yeah. or worried about it. But, and the only proof that yeah. they have to say that they weren't in Cuba at that time is by saying, yeah, well, you know, they were, here's their government travel records.
their government travel records to show that they were in an undisclosed location for those like two weeks. Undisclosed yeah. location. Which is yeah. so freaking fishy. Oh man. <laughs> and and to be going to Cuba back at that time for like a government official would be kind of a big deal. Like the U.S. and Cuba didn't get along. Cuba was like this kind of outlier yeah. because they yeah. were so socialist and there was lots of like revolutions going on there. So like if you were a Western world politician, yeah. you weren't going to Cuba. At least you weren't telling people, which is why they would have they wouldn't have uh, like recorded that they went there because it would have been a big deal at the time. I mean, it's kind of a, still a big deal now, but yeah, like this is a harmless conspiracy. I think it's probably true. It seems like too many things line up. I, I think look, I was going to say looking at <laughs> pictures, I'm like, yeah, OK, I can. You know, like I, I said, this could it. and and the evidence the, is. Yeah, this could be taken there, out of hand like, by some of those people like people saying, well, now he's obviously turning Canada into a communist country. But um, I don't this because your father was a, a socialist revolutionary. Just because yeah, you were no, never like raised he, by him. Obviously, he wasn't <laughs> yeah. raised. Yeah. Like, Pierre, Pierre Trudeau <laughs> might have not been a great person, but but he was a good, like, mm-hmm. politician. And that's where I think Justin Trudeau gets his, like, his yeah. chops in, in politics. Well, Fidel Castro was a great politician, too. <laughs> but, so You get communism in the blood, it's in you forever. <laughs> he was... <laughs> I mean, Hitler. Hitler yeah, was exactly. also a great politician. So no, well, for now, Castro was like a, a modern. Uh, I was reading a, a bit more. Like he was like a modern day superhero kind of. Because he was like this true revolutionary. He like single handedly fought in like wars. He like he like commanded a a big overtaking of the government all on his own. Like he was this big general. So he was like, and he was really but fit. He also, so he was like he also, a big deal. He also put his yeah. country in poverty. <laughs> yeah, for so. sure. That's the, my um my grandma and grandpa used to smuggle um um like Tylenol, Advil, like normal pharmaceuticals yeah. into Cuba. Um and the they I'm pretty sure that if my family tried to to go to Cuba, we would we would be like stopped at the border yeah. and pulled to, to or arrested. Like cuz my my grandma and grandpa and my great grandma. This is like not too long ago, this is maybe like ten years ago. They would take trips, and they would have like like people in their church would like donate like Advil, like go and buy pharmaceuticals and all that stuff. Like nothing crazy, mo- mostly like over the counter stuff. Um, and in like oh, hockey yeah. bags, and they'd go through the airport with it, and they they made it. But like slowly over the years, they got more bags kind of like taken away from them, and blah blah blah. And the last one. They got stopped, and my grandma was able to get like one hockey bag past <laughs> the dude. And after and after that, they were like in their like eighties at that point. My great grandma was like, no, not not in their eighties. They were like maybe in their seventies. My great grandma was like in her nineties, mm-hmm. still going. And like at that point, they were like, yeah, okay, maybe we should like cool it with this because <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get yeah. thrown the whole in thing jail. with cuba is interesting um, like i was there uh like right before covid and did a bunch of tours and yeah like the people don't really they like they love their revolutionary heroes even though that technically from our point of view yeah. life in cuba might be worse um they have free health care yeah. they have amazing education uh which are things that like well, we're in used some to places. here. But yeah, there's obviously a lot of issues, but like the verdict's not yeah, out yeah. of how people necessarily feel there. Lots of people love them, lots of people don't like them. Uh but for the most yeah. part, I'd say most people like them. These these like Fidel Castro and and uh 
all the guys there. Yeah. Let's see it. Like Chevy. Yeah, whatever. I'm trying to remember. I don't want to butcher their names. Um, but <laughs> yeah, because they yeah. saw these big <laughs> monuments to them. They love talking about them. It was a, a big, important time. And yeah. I think us in the Western world were like super pissed off because they were breaking down all these capitalist structures that we have. And that was threatening, you know, that like the U.S. wanted to shut it all down and be like, oh, don't go there. We don't want you to get any ideas. So. Um, so, yeah, right. it's kind of an interesting interesting thing i don't know enough to like i don't want to get into it too much because i don't want to like say things that are incorrect but yeah i don't i don't think we can completely write him off as he was a bad guy or that q was much worse off than us because they're just they just have a different culture than us and they could be happy with it and not our place to tell them that that they have a bad life i guess yeah but there's definitely it's definitely (laughs) a weird place to visit all right so guys, yeah. it's official. I am now a conspiracy theorist. Um, <laughs> we're, 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 we're two for two right now with these conspiracies. Uh, yeah. sl- I believe we live in a simulation. One conspiracy, and it's I believe guys. that one. We definitely I believe, believe that in a simulation. And uh, our world, our, if, our like, country's leader is definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I believe that one. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any problem with me believing it. I'm not gonna like go around telling people we need to cancel Justin Trudeau because of <laughs> it. I just think it's kind of. It's probably true. If imagine, so imagine if 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 we are in a simulation, imagine our makers, like our our coders, sitting there going, "Okay." Pierre Trudeau, Margaret Trudeau, Fidel Castro. Oh, this yeah, will exactly. be funny. <laughs> it's like they're hiding Easter eggs in the simulation. <laughs> it's like if someone yeah. digs deep enough, they will find this interesting thing. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So the next oh, one, man. it could we could get in a little bit more um, intense hot water here because this is this is relevant. Um, talking about vaccines and this, I. Oh. I I got this. I I got this because I saw a post on Facebook. I mean, you probably know who I saw the post from. We won't we won't state their names, but there's some people that just out people them on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, now the post I saw on Facebook, it's one of those like, it's like I, let me I can show you, like it's just one of those things where it's just a horribly designed graphic. It just goes on and on and on. Yeah, and it just goes on and on and yeah. on. It's just like exclamation point after exclamation point it's like a pixely graphic yeah it's so sketchy like and this is like you guys people are like that's all i need i believe it now <laughs> but i but i read yeah. that and then i did like more research into it to like get to the bottom of this because um yeah now i'm gonna read it to you okay <laughs> you guys ready it says okay. yeah, this, this is the, the post, post and then i'll get into more Okay, Urgent. Okay. Mike Yeadon, ex-chief scientist of Pfizer, has stated that it is now too late to save any person who has been infect- injected with any COVID-19 vaccine. He urges those who have not yet been injected with the deadly compound to fight for the continuation of humans and the lives of their children. The world-acclaimed immunologist goes on to outline the process which he says will kill the vast majority of people now alive. Immediately on receipt of the first injection, Around 0.8% of people die within two weeks. Their survivors have a life expectancy of two years on average, but this is decreased with every top-up or booster injection. Supplemental vaccines are in development to cause degradation of specific organs, including heart, lungs, and and brain. Having been intimately acquainted with the functioning and goals of research and development of the pharmaceutical giant Pfizer for two decades, Professor Yeadon states that the final goal of the currently administered regime of vaccinations 
can only be a mass depopulation event, which will make all the world wars combined seem like a Mickey Mouse production. <laughs> Billions are already condemned to certain unchangeable and agonizing deaths. Each person who has received the injection will certainly die prematurely, and three years is a generous estimate for how long they can expect to remain alive. Oh now, here's the thing goodness. about that post. I read a bit more about this Mike Eden guy. Okay, he's, he's out there. But he, he said all those things, but they took them completely out of context. Because he said them yeah. more as, this is a possibility. He says, if they wanted to, they could do this. And he said, you know, like, the top, he doesn't believe that the, he starts from a good place, in my opinion. You know, he doesn't believe that the variants are going to, like, why do we need all these top-up vaccines? We shouldn't necessarily want to have constantly be getting vaccines. Like, we think, he thinks there should be a way around yeah. this. Now, I'm not saying that that's not where he stops, though, because then he gets carried away. But, like, that part, you know what, I can see where he's coming from. I kind of agree. Like, we, I don't want to live in a society where I'm constantly having to be vaccinated, because for sure sketchy stuff could happen with that but like i don't want to live in that place though where yeah. i think that it's like government controlled literally trying to kill us all like that just escalates so <laughs> fast <laughs> like if the government wanted to kill us there's so many ways they could do it why would they spend all the money oh, and do all this have this logistical nightmare of getting us all to actually yeah. like for one so many people are not even going to get vaccinated they don't want to why would they do they no. have other methods of killing us put stuff in our food Start pumping stuff into the air. Also, why not just not have a vaccine and let people exactly. die? Exactly. Also, like there's also, all these other methods. Also, why? Why? There's no reason for them to want to kill everyone. It, it, yeah. No. And also, like, it, like, um, I, sorry, it suddenly came up on the screen. Um, there is, during the beginning of, of COVID, um, <laughs> There was like, it sorry, it just keeps, there's like, the server cannot identify Google.com. Okay. Um, there's like, you know, the whole, the whole like, yeah, like, you know, this whole virus is a government conspiracy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that means that every literally government. every yeah. single government in the whole world would have to sit down and go, okay, guys, so there's too many people in the world. Yeah. What are we going to do? <laughs> And then China was like, oh, I got it. Uh, we're going to. And you think <laughs> like, that no. like the U.S. government and China's government like just instantly got along and they were like, yeah, it's a great idea. Let's just wipe yeah. out. Like this guy's saying yeah. it's going to wipe out like 90 <laughs> percent of our population. That's what he eventually gets to saying. It's, it's just yeah. it's just insane. But like so will so will cancer. Mm -hmm. Like it's. Yeah. Right. It's just one of those things. There's there's a lot more things that we need to like. And there's fear than getting I think an the, injection. The bottom line to me is there's so many better ways that the government could kill us all than than making yeah. us take a uh, vaccine that at this point is completely optional. They're living. They're. I don't know. Nuclear <laughs> bombs are a thing. So. <laughs> yeah, but um, so he yeah he's like an ex. He doesn't work for Pfizer anymore. And and he, and the, and they keep that and they keep saying world renowned immunologists. Every, all the other immunologists yeah. are like this guy's everyone's like we he used to be great but now we don't know what's gone on gotten beneath him um he like said yeah. he says about himself that he used to be a boring guy who went to work for a big drug company listening to the main national broadcast and reading the broadsheet newspaper so he's basically saying i used to be a sheep that just did whatever um but he said but in the last year, I have realized that my government and its advisors are lying to, in the faces of the British people about everything to do with this coronavirus. So he's British. Um, 
absolutely everything. It's a fallacy that this idea of <laughs> and that asymptomatic makes a transmission <laughs> and that you don't have symptoms, but you are a source of a virus, that lockdowns work, that masks have a protective value, obviously for you or someone else, and that variants are scary things and we even need to close international borders in case of some of these nasty foreign variants getting in. So he says all these things that like can get you on his side because you're like, yeah, this sucks. I agree. Lockdowns suck. These variants shouldn't matter. It sucks. COVID yeah. sucks. But then like he just deals with it in the worst way. Um, yeah. I mean, I agree. Mm. COVID sucks. Doesn't mean that but... doesn't mean that it's fake and that we should just ignore it. Uh, doesn't mean that yeah. it's a ploy to freaking kill ninety yeah. percent of the <laughs> world's population. And the thing yeah. is, like, also the fact that he's like, it's gonna kill ninety percent of the population, but it only has a zero a zero point zero eight percent chance. Yeah. So of his, doing argument, that. his argument, his argument is that two all these years. top vaccines. So the first vaccine is not a big deal. Um, like that, 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 yeah. that one's going to be fine. It's going to be all these booster ones that they keep wanting us to get because of the variants. Although at this point, most of the vaccine yeah. makers are saying, oh no, this vac our vaccines still work for the boosters. But so he's like, he's speaking yeah, like, all I've, in speculation I right now. About the he's, all his, all his stuff is in speculation. Yeah. Um, they use some statistic that was from the U S uh, government saying that there was a 6,000% increase in vaccine reported deaths. Um, like last month. Now, How can now, I, now I read that. I was like, oh, dang, okay, if the government's saying that. But then you research that specific statistic comes from a website that is um, anyone can go on there and report. It's not even a death. Anyone can go on there and report complications <laughs> from a vaccine, which could literally just be, oh, I felt kind of achy after my vaccine. Anyone, literally anyone can go on there and report that. And it's not vetted. So it's not. The, the government, the government right. will eventually get around to verifying all those things. But at this point, that statistic, www.ifeelsick.com. Exactly. So, and that's the statistic <laughs> that they use as their big headline on, on all these articles. And it takes right. one, it took me one second to just research that and find out, oh, that, that explains it. To me, I don't get why the government has that section. That's just asking for it, in my opinion. They need to figure that out right now yeah. because that's just asking for people to get pissed off. <laughs> like if you're having if you're having an official yeah. stat on your website that's not even vetted that anyone can just submit into, like you're just asking oh my for Lord. it. Yeah. Like that's that's dumb. Because um, yeah, a six thousand percent increase in vaccine comp complications or they they don't even say complications. They just say straight up deaths on these on these conspiracy articles. Deaths probably a yeah. big deal. Uh, but then you find out that's not the case. So, um. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, this one makes my brain hurt. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Have either of you guys gotten no, your vaccine yet. yet? My parents have. No. So my sister, my parents have too. Well, yeah, my my parents will in the next like at least mm -hmm. in the next month or something. Um, my sister works for uh the company that like if you're call if you're calling to book your your vaccine, she nice, she's one nice. of the people who pick up. So she has like all this information. So like we're we're always chatting and it's just like the amount of people she said that that call that are just like old people who are just genuinely scared because they exactly. like read something online or have or haven't read something online. Like they've been waiting for information to come out and they just haven't seen it. And it's like, yeah, no wonder people are like freaking out and and creating these like wild conspiracy theories in their brain because there's there is a lack mm -hmm. of information. Definitely. And then, of course, when you when you're like, oh, you realize there's a lack of informa information, you can go, 
well, that means the government's hiding exactly. things from us. And it's like, that's no. why I said these websites, <laughs> like maybe, but also these websites not. are so convincing. Like if, if I, and you could use this one website, it's called, um, life site news is where I found all this stuff on this vaccine thing. Um, cause they have tons of articles yeah. about it. So, um, yeah, you could read this and they, they're very well written articles. They're not like those typical sketchy conspiracy theory things. Like the one I read that we first started with where it's just so dumb. Like yeah. they, they, they start off very normal. Like they start off with just explaining who he is, kind of how he ended up believing what he believes. Says a couple things that aren't too bad, but then like by the end of the article, like I'll, I'll read now, like this is like towards the end of the article. He basically says, I think the end game is going to be everyone receives a vaccine. Everyone on the planet is going to find themselves persuaded, not quite mandated, hemmed in to take a jab, which, uh, which I'm like, yeah, but you're in your whole community, which is like a lot of people. I think it's something like 30% of people in the yeah. US says they won't get a vaccine. That's a lot of people. All of a sudden you think yeah. those people are just going to be convinced by what? At this point, there's nowhere in the world. Well, I mean, if the world's a simulation. <laughs> At this point, is. there's nowhere in the world that vaccines are mandatory. Um, of course, everyone's scared that yeah. that's eventually going to happen, but it's going to be really hard to force people to, like, legislation-wise. Yeah. Um, it's really hard to force people to do anything. I think the only way that, I was say, the only way that, that, like, vaccines will be mandatory is if, like, we go straight back into full, like, worldwide pandemic mm -hmm. that, and the government will come knocking on your door and say, hey, we're here to yeah. give you your vaccine. <laughs> like... They would go Do you door know to door, hazmat suit, like for that. <laughs> like yeah, there'd be riots 100%. on the streets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this guy just—he just says yeah. things that are just like, yeah. This okay. He says when they do that, every single individual on the planet will have a name or unique digital ID and a health status flag, which will be vaccinated. I'm like, that already exists, dude. You already have a freaking name yeah. that the government knows. You have a freaking social insurance number. You, the government already has all this information. This is not new. This is not going to be new to you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. The, the government's going to have my health information. Yeah. Do yeah, you go see a doctor? They already have that, buddy. Like they that already, already exists. Have it. This is not. It's not some new thing. Yeah. Like I like I read that. I'm like, oh crap. You're right. But I'm like, no. What the heck? That already exists. Like, why are we freaking out? He's like, it and then exists. and then once they have yeah. this information, they're gonna they're, once a year around the new year, they're gonna they're gonna ask you to fill out a form sell it saying how much money you owe yeah them. exactly <laughs> it's like oh my goodness it's not yeah, like we yeah. already do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah th this is the whole vaccine passport thing i don't know if you've heard about that which is like this big deal everyone's freaked out about that yeah. happening um well it's it's the thing is i feel like people have made it a bigger deal it's just something that like they're like yeah we'll give you this and then some companies are like well we're not gonna let you in yeah but then they've, they've said that it. but then realize that's not technically legal like none of this stuff is happening yet this is all no this is all just no. him creating worst case scenario but then putting it out there as if it's fact yeah but it's actually just him saying worst case scenario yeah. um and so yeah uh, where were we so yeah anyone anyone who possesses that you know government uh, information you know like the 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 thing that already exists opera uh yeah <laughs> oh, sorry so the he's saying that there's going to be one there's going to be one human population database instead so instead of all these countries now it's going to be one but like i just i don't see that happening again that means all these countries need to agree no um that all the countries are going to use the same type of database it's just logistical nightmare right there. They don't they don't have to agree if the yeah. Illuminati is already controlling it. Exactly, that's true. 
Yeah, exactly. And and I mean, like, they're if they're going to create one big network, their Wi-Fi has yeah. to be up. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now he gets into just so out. Now, now basically saying COVID's all fake created because he says, I think that that's what this is all about. Yeah. Because once you've got that, we become playthings and the world can be as the controllers of that database want it. So basically, whoever controls this database can control us. For example, you might find that after a banking reset, which is, I don't know if you've heard this, that COVID is a big scheme to reset the world financial system. Which to me, I'm like, cool. Yeah, the world yeah. financial system is freaking messed up. I don't see it. I don't see an issue with wanting to maybe yeah. give it a little bit of a jab. Um, maybe I'm not dumb for saying that, but I don't think our world's perfect the way it is. There's probably some things that could change. <laughs> Noah, Noah logs onto Facebook and all of a sudden he's lost like half of his family members. <laughs> um, yeah, so that, that you can only spend money through using an app that actually feeds off this database, your ID, your name, and your health status flag. I'm like, dude, this already exists. You already are with a yeah, bank yeah. that connects to the government, that the government knows how much you spend already because the bank tells them everything. Yeah. You can already pay with an app. Yeah. You can use, you can e-transfer money. You can use PayPal. Well, that's why it, you, can use, um, you can use Google yeah. Pay, <laughs> Apple Pay. This already exists. This guy's scared yeah, of what already also, has happened in the like, last yeah. 10 years. Like, like, you're going to use an app to pay like, for, how do you think the pay government, for things now. Like, um, it's been yeah, around for okay, years yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you think the the, the government like checks to see if your taxes yeah. are correct they and, check and, your and the government records. just sends me money directly into my bank account without telling me sometimes they already have access yeah. to everything yeah. about me you just if you haven't accepted yeah. that like and you think this is their finally their time to have control over over you and know everything about you buddy you're just a little bit behind honestly like how did you how did you work for like a major health company and just not yeah, know exactly. these things <laughs> then there's the whole vaccine like kind of vaccine end, uh passport thing and this is the thing that gets me because yeah. this is just proves the fact that everything he's saying is speculation and he admits that he's like but even if this is not true it doesn't matter the fact that it could be true means everyone reading this should fight like crazy to make sure that the vaccine passport system never forms i'm like but dude we could say that about anything if we want to live in a world of fear yeah we could say that about absolutely anything and say well the fact that this could happen means we need to stop it it's like yeah that, i could say that about lots of stuff i could say the fact that anything could happen i could get in a car crash well i guess i should tell yeah. people to stop driving it's cars I guess I'm never getting in a car again. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah. They like they like to act like. Guess I should kill. I should kill everybody who could ever mm -hmm. get me in. They a like car to crash. act as if they're the ones that are not scared of anything. That they're like the they're like oh I don't believe in this fear mongering media. The voice of reason, like, dude. And... You guys are the most yeah. scared. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I read that stuff. That's the most. They're the most scared of stuff. Is is that is this? It's stuff. It's, it's it's paranoid. Yeah. So he basically goes on to talk about never-ending vaccines and how the government wants to basically constantly give us vaccines to control us or to literally kill us. Like, like I just, it just escalates so quickly. So quickly. It's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> He's, this is one of his quotes. He says, why, he was talking about now how people, like when he talks to people about this, how they get freaked out and how they don't want to believe it. Like, he's like, well, one of my friends asked me, why is my government lying to me? And his response was, because they are going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> like i just but why all these websites they're, they're genius in how they lay out the articles because like i said it started off kind of reasonable like it was just it was just an yeah. opinion piece that was maybe a little bit out there but i was kind of along for the ride for a tiny bit of it and then you get to the end 
you're like what like i don't know where it went from like hey maybe we should maybe freak out a little (laughs) bit less about covid you know maybe some of these things aren't necessary yeah maybe like lockdowns are worse for us than than covid even is to the government's trying yeah, to kill ninety percent of freaking, the population. Like, whoa, dude! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Slow down! <laughs> I'm lost now. <laughs> and yeah, he it goes from zero to a hundred oh, so fast. So yeah, and then he goes on to compare it yeah. to the Soviets and Hitler, and how people just can't understand that this kind of evil could exist. But you know, well, it happened with Hitler, and it happened with the Soviets, and it happened in China. You know, that we just need to accept that our governments could be this evil, and and. Except that that wasn't all of the world's governments exactly. against the rest well, of the world. He's saying this is the that entire one world government. is mad at each other. I'm sorry, I can't yeah. picture New Zealand trying to kill their population. They're way too nice. Imagine Finland trying to kill their population. It's not going to happen. <laughs> These people are way too nice. Imagine the guy from Frozen yeah. in the sauna exactly. trying to kill his population. No, not gonna like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he go, but he he says like oh, this is at the man. end of the part. He's like, now I don't know for certain that they're going to use this system to kill you, but I can't think of a benign reason. And with that power, they certainly could harm you or control you. So you should object and oppose it. It's like, dude, you're literally just scaring the crap out of people with, and then saying, I don't know for sure about <laughs> this, but like, it's kind of a possibility. So like, yeah. maybe we should, maybe like, I don't it's know, like, fight like hell, guys. <laughs> It's like it's like me going up to someone and being like, "Hey, I will kill you." Now I don't know for sure or when, but I'm it going is, to one day. It is a possibility. So like, I'd, okay. I'd, you know, I'd probably kill me first if I was you. Like, there's yeah. there's, a, there's a small chance I could kill you. Um, yeah, it's yeah. just the logic. Anyways, we, we we only have two minutes left before this recording software says sorry, peace out. But um, man, we yeah, we're we, almost at an hour. So I just. That was can't. a roller coaster. Hey, conspiracy theories, you got debunked. Oh, Kaboom. Actually, we uh, believe two of them. We got you. We believe two of them. Simulation, right on. Today we didn't tear it apart third one, as much. This was much more of like, yeah, we're right there with you, except for that last one. And like I said, right there with him for maybe two sentences. But buddy, you got to slow down a but bit. This thing, you got to draw people in a, a little bit, <laughs> like, a little bit more uh, chill. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah. that whole article the, the, is just an elaborate prank, and he wanted to see who would go along with it. I literally think that's what it feels like—that he just spews like possible yeah, movie well, ideas. Like, hey, like if I was a government and I wanted <laughs> to kill people, I would do this. Which is like, yeah, <laughs> sure, would, sure, but that doesn't mean it's happening. He's gonna the, there's gonna be riots and everything, and he's just gonna stand up and be like, "Gotcha." <laughs> freaking got you and the last thing i'll say about this guy the funniest thing is that early on in the pandemic he was like praising vaccines being like the only way we're going to get out of covid is everyone needs to get their their vaccine like that was it's yeah that's what he was saying like in like Like, april last year and then no one knows all his friends and like former colleagues no one knows what clicked for him all of a sudden it was just saying vaccines are horrible they're trying to kill us just Honestly, kind of sounds like he's just a disgruntled. I think employee. it's that, or like, like he's retired, has nothing better to do. He's getting lots of attention. Just, just yeah. gonna, just gonna keep it up. Yeah. Um. Anyways, guys, thank Jeez. you so much for listening. Um. Just, just please, just do your research. That's the key. Just fact check. Fact please. check everything. If something man. seems like too out there to be true, <laughs> it probably is. Something sounds um, too good to be yeah. true. It probably is. Unless, unless it's the fact that Fidel Castro <laughs> is Justin Trudeau's dad, and that's obviously true so it's obviously yeah anyways guys thank you for listening we'll see you again next week
Send us glitches and bye. <laughs>